Yeah, I just uh, want to just uh, introduce uh, Pastor Ross, Pastor Amanda. They're going to come and, and share. Are you guys going to both come up or whatever? They, they know what they're going to do. But um, uh, they've, um, like I said, we've, a lot of you know, we got to know them um, about every summer for about about eight years or so before they actually came here. And, and, and we do love them. We do love you guys very much. Uh, and and we're just really thankful that we're able to have you here. I just think of um, in Isaiah where God says to Isaiah, uh, my plans are not your plans. My ways are not your ways. As high as the heavens is above the earth, so are my ways above yours. And we know that um, uh, if we just keep walking with, with Jesus, through the stuff that can be confusing, but we just keep trusting him, he will, he will actually make it very clear. He'll take us straight. Amen? I had <clears throat> other situations in, in, in my younger years, and I just came to realize that, that if I keep my heart, I keep trusting God and following him, um, it doesn't matter what anybody else does, right? I'm going to find the will of God, and and uh, we just, as much as we <clears throat> hate to see them go, we just feel that it is the will of God and the timing of God. And and um, and we do, at our dinner, I want us to, once you kind of sat down and stuff, and I want Pastor Ross, Pastor Amanda to, to be served first. And everybody get your food. And then I would like to just give an opportunity for anybody who just wanted to just share a thank you to them. All right? So don't just eat and rush off. I want us to take some time as well. And if it takes a little bit longer to get some more green stuff out of your pocket, then that's another time to do that to them. Also, tomorrow, if anybody who's got a strong back who could help move some heavy things, meet at their apartment at 10. Uh, I'll be down there um, and help them finish packing the uh, the U-Haul So as they head out on Tuesday. so All right. So let's just welcome... Pastor Ross. Oh, thank you, thank you. Good morning. How's everyone this morning? So I'm Pastor Ross. I'm going to move this because I'm going to try to get a little Pentecostal today. And i got to move around quite a little bit. And that's, that's going to... can't contain me with that. Um, so we got a good thing planned for today. Uh, we're so glad that, uh, that you're here. Uh, thank you so much for coming out to be able to celebrate, but also to be able to come and really worship um, and give glory to God today. Amen? Um, so we, we have a few things that we want to be able to do. One is we want to be able to celebrate. Uh, we just got back from camp for summer camp with our teens, and so we want to be able to celebrate that. Uh, but we also want to share with you what we're going to be doing. Um, where, where's God taking us and what's the uh, mission? What's the next assignment that God's taking us on? And then also we have a, a message that we want to be able to share uh, with you this morning. And uh, like I said, I want to be able to get a little bit of Pentecostal in that one. Um, and so there's some people that are going to be a part of our... Um, uh, you're, you're giving me away here. There you go. Um, so if you're, if you're a part of our Monday Morning Connect team, you're, you're altar workers today. Because we're, we're going to not just pray for people on Monday, but we're going to pray for people on Sunday. And we're going to see some victories here today. Is it okay that if we have some victory today? Amen. So let's do that. All right. Um, so let's go ahead. I want to be able to pray. And then we're going to talk about all those things. We, we should be done 
uh, probably about 2.30, okay? Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for today. Lord, you are so good, and we give you all the glory and honor. Lord, you are the one that is deserving. Lord, we thank you so much, and we ask that you bless uh, this time in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 So like I said, we just got back from camp. We had, uh, were out over at Silver Lake, and we brought two of our students from uh, Tri-County, but then also you had seen my nephew last week. He, if you were at Church of the Park, he was walking around. He flew up from Southern California to go to camp with us, and uh, we were already planning to be out at the lake, so his family was already coming, so we just switched his ticket so that he came a little bit early, so he got to be a part of that. Uh, we had a phenomenal week, uh, but I think that for myself, Pastor Amanda, our, our most favorite part of that whole week when we were getting ready to go uh, was watching uh, and supporting and seeing um, TJ step into um, this whole new level of leadership. And we're, we're just so thankful for, for him. We're so thankful for Kaylee. And uh, just seeing and knowing that where God is taking them. God has a plan for them. And, and we're just so excited for the journey that he's bringing them on. And so we told TJ at the very beginning of the week, hey, we're, I want to be here to support you. If you need anything, come and see me. But this is your trip. This is your leadership. So everything that we did, uh, any decisions that need to be made, it was ask TJ. If we were going to go somewhere, ask TJ. Oh, what does TJ say about that? Um, and so it was really awesome to be able to step back and be supportive of him in that and to be able to watch him around the time of worship, around the time of altar, around the time of even having lunch, dinner, or whatever it is, and just really watching them uh, as this unit go around and, and just do. And so we're excited about what they have. Um, so without really much giving them much prompting, TJ is going to come up. Uh, we talked just a smidge, and he's going to share a little bit about camp uh, and then also to be able to give a little bit of testimony to that. So let's welcome TJ. Sorry. Sorry, I'm a little congested right now. Uh, so yeah, camp was a great, great time. And we had just a great experience with also kind of getting to know more of our other churches there because this was our first summer camp with this camp. Um, but it was, it was a great time and we had um, a lot of fun. But on the worship services and just the, our mess- the messages that we had were amazing and we um we had each night we did a different theme for worship and everything to where we had um i think it was like more of just focus on like prayer but we had um we had one night where it was acoustic night where we had all the kids um around the, the um I guess I say we had the worship team in the middle of the floor with just lights around them, and then all the kids were surrounding them. And um, I guess some pictures, but I can show them another day. Um, But a great time, and really got to see both these two boys that should come up here. Come on, Seth. Come here. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Come on, Mo. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah, these guys, we like that kind of got some answers. 
this week. Um, so I just want you to share share something about this week. Service was good. All right. <laughs> Anything else? It was good. <laughs> well, that's good. <laughs> yeah. Everything about this camp was pretty good. The service is always really good. They always had some. Uh, the uh, the speaker there, he was really good at what he was doing, and the worship was. Wonderful. It was very interactive. There's a bunch of stuff to do within that. All the grand, the games, all the games were a lot of fun. There was a lot of bonding within all the teams and even across different teams. Overall, though, that it was a lot of fun. Right. Well, you guys go. sit down. We can go back there. <clears throat> yeah, it was really fun. Um, if you would like, you could totally stop me today, and I will show you our team's one-minute video that we did, and it, where we picked a movie, and we had to basically do a one-minute, one-and-a-half-minute rundown of that movie. But it was really fun. Um, but I think it was, it was a great week for I actually kind of got to see myself and what I can do as well, just just to take charge and just to go and do it. And it made me step out and even praying for kids that I don't even know, like that they just came up to me and asked me to pray for them. Um, but yeah, it was, a, it was a great week. I really look forward to the next step that we have with the youth group. And um, yeah, I guess that's really it. <laughs> Amen. Amen. So, like, really great things. You can always stop them. Maybe if you stop and mow and fuzz, you can get a little bit more out of them on, on different things that happen. I know they've got uh, plenty of different videos that we might be able to show them. Uh, you're not going to get any pictures from the guys, though, because there was a technology fast. So they took everyone's, well, we took the kids' phones uh, and made sure they didn't have it. And so they were without the whole week. So they got to really just focus on God and be present. What's that? I do have a video of you guys on the inflatable going after it, so we can, we can share that with you guys also. Um, so what we're going to be doing is, um, so we're going to be loading up our, our moving van tomorrow, um, and then we'll make the two-day drive, because it'll take us two days to get to uh, Gilroy. So if you guys have ever been to the Bay Area, we're going to be about uh, an hour south of San Francisco in Gilroy. Uh, if you go down to Costco right now and you went and you wanted to buy a big old thing of garlic, it would probably say Christopher Ranch on it, and it would say Gilroy, because it's the, the garlic capital of the world. So you drive through, uh, you're going to smell garlic from the very beginning pretty much to the very end. Uh, garlic, garlic, garlic. Uh, it is very good. Um, so what we're going to be able to do is we're being brought on staff uh, as an associate pastor and, and youth. Uh, we're going to be starting up young adults and a lot, um, a lot of discipleship, a lot of mentoring. Uh, in our, we're kind of being tasked with working our way out of a job within the next year or two uh, and be able to grow leaders and be able to have somebody that will step into the youth pastor position. And they said, well, is that something you could do? And I said, yeah, that's kind of something that, we're, that we've done before. So we, we most certainly would, uh, are looking forward to that. Um, and then 
we, we will be closer to family. I mean, we've loved, loved, loved living here. Uh, one of the things that Pastor Amanda and I have had to do over the last weeks is just really mourn um, leaving. And because we, we love where we live, we love being here, we love serving this community, and we just feel so much a part of it. And so for us to be able to really mourn um, this chapter of our life, because we've enjoyed it so much, and uh, things that we've talked about, we, little things uh, as small as, I'm going to miss the train. I, lo- I love hearing the train, because no matter where we're at, uh, if we're out at the lake, uh, I can hear the train across the water. If we're at our apartment, I can, I can hear the train. If we're here at the church, I can hear the train. Um, but it, it's, um, it's something that, I mean, it's something that I kind of like rely on. I love hearing the sound of it. And it's something that's so small, but it's something that I appreciate. And, uh, you know, we were talking about different things. So we went up, uh, we went up outside of uh, Chihuahua the other day, and we did a bunch of huckleberry picking. Um, if, you have, if, you've, if you've gone this year, those are some real big fat berries, by the way. Um, and so little things like that, just being able to, to get away and to be able to spend time in the mountains and um, we, things like that we've just so much enjoyed. And we, we had shared that with each other. I said, I'm, I'm going to miss this. And she said, I'm, I've been feeling that too. And so while we're, we're mourning one side, we're also so excited. Um, one, I'm excited about these two because I, I, I believe firmly that they're going to be able to do things in youth ministry here that we weren't. Uh, we've done a lot of plowing. We've done a lot of sowing. Um, and so we're really praying for a lot of watering and a lot of harvest and that there's going to be a great testimony in these next few years of a mighty harvest that happens not just here in Tri-County, but in Deer Park. Amen? God is on the move and we're really excited for what is going to be happening here and we're excited for them and what the, uh, God is going to be doing through them um, and what God's going to be doing through our youth. We, we, don't, we didn't take a whole lot of students, but God is raising up leaders with our young men here. And it's a good thing when we have a bunch of men in church that are going out after God. Amen? Amen. Uh, so we're going to be able to do that. Uh, Pastor Amanda, do you want to come up at all? Awesome. Let's bring up Pastor Amanda. She just wants to share a little bit. He looks adorable today. <laughs> you want to share a little bit about what... Uh, so one of the hard things, um, one of the very, very hard things about me being um, brought on to staff is that instantly um, changes my wife, her life. Um, and that, that certainly is like a hard thing as I said, hey, uh, we looked at this thing and she's doing a really, really good thing at her work at the YMCA right now. And I mean, her, the, the work that she's doing with, uh, so Christiana, I, mean, I don't know if you guys know Elaine, but uh, Christiana, it works on staff over there and just the different things that she's done. Um, and instantly when we said, Hey, we're going to move in, she has to change her job. She has to change everything. Um, and that's really difficult for me, but, um, she's got some cool things that are possibly ahead. So if you want to share a little bit about that and just say hi. Hi. Um, I'm just trusting the Lord that he's going to open a door. Um, this last week I had my former supervisor in California said, Hey, a door is open for an aquatic position, which Happened when I moved up here, a door just opened for an aquatic position at a YMCA. Um, same thing down there. So we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, it is our commute. Um, but, you know, God is good. He's going to provide no matter what. I, I'm just um, 
our lives are surrendered to Jesus, and no matter what, he comes first, and his provision he'll, he'll provide. Um, but I know that his heart for his people is always going to come first, and that's where our heart is, is just the people. Um, so thank you all, and I love you all, and God bless you all. So. Amen. Uh, so we want to be able to share a message with you today. So if you're taking notes, the title of my message is titled, He is Greater Than I. Uh, so I don't know if you've seen the Hawaiian logo of He is Greater Than I. So it means just a capital E, capital E, uh, and then the greater symbol, and then an I. He is greater than I. Um, so if you're taking notes, that's what it's going to be about today. A uh, couple of scriptures right off the bat is John 3.30 and 1 Peter 1.13. So John 3.30 says, He must become greater I must become less. He must become greater. I must become less. And that is not a one-time statement. That is not just a, I become a Christian or I receive Jesus into my life. I proclaim that one time. He must become greater. I must become less. This must be something that is a continual work in our life. 1 Peter 1.13 Peter 1.13 says, Therefore, with minds that are alert and fully sober, set your hope on the grace to be brought to you when Jesus Christ is revealed at the coming. With minds that are alert and fully sober. Set your hope on the grace to be brought to you when Christ Jesus is revealed. We have a blessed hope that is Jesus. It's very easy for us to want to live for today. It's very easy for us to try to live for to now, right? But we must set our minds on Christ that there is more. This world, this life is not everything. There's more. And it is all about him. He is most certainly greater than I. Viewing the church as a cruise ship versus a battleship. My brother just got done with a cruise they did an alaska cruise and he was telling me about all the different things that they did they they sailed all the way up and then he was excited about the different ports they'd get off and on one of them he said we we got off and they drove us over to this helicopter and they loaded us on the helicopter and they whisked us away and they took us over here to go see this and take pictures and be a part of and we oh it's just so awesome and then once we got done with that they they drove us over here and they they then they fed us lunch and they made it back over here and everything was just and he just talked about how everything was just for them just for them just for them Do we view the church as a cruise ship or do we view it more as a battleship? On a cruise mentality, all of my needs are going to be provided. I don't have to worry about anything. I mean, really, all you've got to be able to worry about is your own schedule, right? If I make sure that I'm there when it's, I'm hungry, I'm sure they're going to make me something to eat. They're going to have different meal times. I make sure I'm there, I'm going to get fed. If I want to be able to lounge around, they're going to be able to bring me out a, a cot to be able to lay on. Oh, I need an extra towel. I need a drink. Whatever it is that I'm needing, I just got to ask a crew member, and it's, it's expected it's going to be brought to me. It's what we've paid for. Everything's paid for so that it be brought to you by the crew. Right? I'm sure that if you were just lounging around and you all go and take in your sunbathing, 
and we go and we see some of our other other people that are around maybe that are on the crew excuse me excuse me can you go get me a towel please what, what do you think somebody's gonna say no you, you go get your own towel that's somebody else that's not my job that's not why i'm here i'm here so that i can receive what's coming to me and my family i've paid for that it's all about my comfort and it's about me being served being able to take a time of relaxation taking a time of being able to just be able to take a load off relax no worries no responsibility I've worked so hard this whole time, whatever, just so I could come and be here in this moment. It's all about me. It's all about me. It's all about my family. What do I need? What do I need today? What do I need tomorrow? What do we got going on? I'm going to do as little or as much as I want. I'm sure that with a bunch of excursions, you can sign up for it all. You get off the boat, you go and take a, a car ride, get whisked away on a helicopter, or you say, you know what, I'm just going to sit here on the boat. They still have crew members that are there throughout the rest of the week that are going to cater to each and every one of those people. Do we have that sort of mentality when we come to church? That the staff is here for me. The staff is here to cater to my needs. To my family this is what i need this is what i require what are you going to do for me today do we tr treat church staff like we do the crew of a cruise and i'll tell you this is that here being at the last couple of years i wouldn't say that this church does that i wouldn't say that i know that at certain times i i've kind of done that when i've been in churches Right, maybe I was tired or maybe I was sick or had different things that was going on. I was maybe a little bit concerned more about me, what was happening. But I wanted to do as little or as much as I wanted. Or maybe we have the battleship mentality. Everyone has a job to do. When you go and you sign up, you're here I am, Lord. Use me. Lord, you've done so much for me. What can I do for you today? Everyone has a job to do. Everyone is a part of the crew. It doesn't matter if you're someone that's in the sound booth. It doesn't matter if you're someone that helps set up chairs. It doesn't matter if you're someone that's on the worship team. Everyone has something to do. And one of the greatest things that I learned when joining and being a part of a church is that when I go to church, how much it's not about me, it's about you. Do you know that there's somebody in this church today that was absolutely excited when you walked in? When they saw you, it brought a smile to their heart. It brought a smile to their face. You can probably look at Audrey. It's probably her. So excited to be able to see you walk in today and what you do for them every single time that you're in church. It may be a day that we didn't feel so good. It may be a day that, you know what, things aren't going so great right now. But I'll guarantee for you that when Casey walked in today, I was happy. When I saw Dave this morning, 
I was happy. I can go around and say all of you guys, by the way, if I don't list your name, it wasn't because I wasn't happy. But when you see, oh, man, it's so good. How, how's it going? I want to be able to, how's it going? What are you doing? What's happening here? Maybe you want to be able to share something with them. Hey, you remember how we were praying about this? I wanted to be able to give you a little bit of a report about that. Well, you know what? I, I got this going on right now. I really wonder if you would pray with me today. Or maybe a day that things have been going really hard. Have you ever gone up to somebody and said, I really need you to worship with me today? I need you to come up alongside me today. When we come up alongside one another and we start serving one another, now we're seeing battleship. Because it's not about me. We all fulfill a part. We all have something to do. Sometimes, yeah, it's not your job or it's not your responsibility, but that doesn't mean that you can't take up that job or responsibility at that moment. At Pearl Harbor, December 7th, 1941, we see a great example of this. Does anybody know who Dory Miller is? All right. So Dory Miller uh, was, uh, he was a cook, right? And at the time, I mean, so he's, he's a black guy. He's not allowed to be serving in different capacities. He was allowed to be more of like in the, the, a cook or he could be a part of the, the custodial, but he wasn't allowed to fight in a different way. And he was in the Navy, and on December 7th, 1941, Pearl Harbor, here they get attacked. He's a cook. He wasn't downstairs waiting to cook for everybody. They were under attack. So Dory Miller actually went up and got on an anti-aircraft machine gun and started shooting down planes. He's a cook. He's never been trained in it, but he figured it out. He shot down two planes, and he shot and shot and shot and shot until he ran out of ammunition. And then when he was done, he ran around helping people that were wounded. He didn't say, that's not my job. I'll be over here. I'm going to go cook. I'm I'm getting dinner ready. I'm, I'm, I'm getting lunch ready. I'm going to be doing an inventory on the, on the food. He saw a need, and he saw his fellow people in need, and he did something. He did something. He jumped to it. Dory Miller, if you ever want to read up about him, it was months until people, like, after the attack, that people outside the Navy actually even heard his name. It wasn't about him. He didn't, he didn't go up and say, I've, I've never been trained. It's not, I, don't, I don't know how to do this. He put himself aside because it was more important to be able to help those around him. Sometimes we need to be able to put ourselves aside and see those that are around us. If we all had a serving mentality... And I wanted to see that everyone else's needs were met. If everyone had that mentality, I in turn would then be served. If we all said, I want to be served, I want to receive, no one gets served because we're looking out for ourselves. But if you went and looked around and said, what can I do for everyone else here today? 
If everyone did that, then you would be served not once, but look around this room. Look how many times, if everyone made that choice, how many times then you would be served. In Mark 10, 45, Jesus says, For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and give His life as a ransom for many. Mark 10, 45. Son of Man did not come to be served. The one who is worthy of it all, the one who is truly worthy of being served, chooses not to do it, and in turn goes and starts serving everyone else in the world. Everyone. It's not about me. He is greater than I. I just play a part in this story. This is God's story. Sometimes we need to be able to remove ourselves as the center of that story. I'm a part of God's story. God's not a part of my story. I get to be a little bit, a little, a little character in this long story of how awesome God is. You get to play a part in that. God is so good and He is so worthy. He is greater than I. So what, what, what really ends up being the trouble? I've seen a, uh, an analogy of you take a bunch of red ants and a bunch of black ants and you put them in a jar. And they're just calm. They're all happy. You shake the jar. They'll start killing each other. Neither one did anything to each other. But it's the one that shook the jar. In Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10 through 12, it says, Ephesians 6, verse 10 through 12. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in His mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the enemy's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Satan wants to shake that jar. And we, 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 we'll come at each other. But to be able to step back and recognize, oh wait, that's, that's, I'm not in a fight against my flesh. I'm not in a fight against flesh of other people. I see where Satan is stepping in and trying to disrupt what is going on. He is trying to disrupt life. He is trying to disrupt everything with Jesus. He is trying to disrupt everything. Cruise ship or battleship? Well, we're in a spiritual battle. I guarantee, guarantee that if I told people in this room that I was under attack physically, I would have some people jump. I guarantee you that right now, if somebody were to walk in this room and want to start a fight, the guy at the back of the room would be in a fight. I mean Dave, by the way. Hi, Dave. Do you think Dave would question who you are? Oh, Carly didn't say hi to me today. She's like, well, you got to pick me up, bro. Oh, JJ. Yeah, I saw him. Man, that guy, he just sat back over. He sat in my seat today. Oh, man. It doesn't matter. 
They're in a fight. He's, he's going to step up. How many of us are in a spiritual fight? And, and we're, we're kind of cruise shipping it. And we're in a fight alone. Everyone else, you, you're sitting there in your chair. I look over. Man, I'm, I'm going to use Casey because I'm just going to. Man, there's Casey. He's in a battle. Man, it's okay. I'm in, I'm in my chair. I'm getting mine today. Oh, I like the worship music today. Oh, man, this message is for me today. Oh, I see him over there struggling, but I'm just going to. We need to come up alongside one another. And it's not just about this church. Please don't receive this as like, whoa, whoa, bang, we're not doing this. Because this isn't about me. This isn't about us. In John chapter 10, verse 10, the thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. One of the things that that Deer Park's kind of not really happy about if you've been here for a long time is there housing going in? Is there? What, what's that make you feel like? Mary, be honest. What's it make you feel like? You can answer. Man. Well, also, we have 500 new houses nearby. We have 500, 500 like, new possible families that need to hear about Jesus. Satan hates family. Satan wants to destroy family. All that housing development that's going in, do you think Satan has a plan for their life? Yeah. We, we just read about it. We're in a fight against the devil's schemes. We need to put on our full armor of God against, the, take your stand. Again, the, that's, that's 611, Ephesians. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. John 10.10, 10, thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. What does he want for your family? He wants to kill you. He wants to steal from you. He wants to destroy everything about you. Your neighbor, kill, steal, destroy. The people that you don't know, kill, steal, destroy. Oh, I need to get the worship music today. Oh, my gosh. Pastor Tim was a little pitchy today. Oh, man. Oh, oh. Wait, we, our, our sound was a little bit off. Oh, man, we didn't have our whole worship team there. Oh, I, I couldn't get into worship. Oh, I don't like this song. Well, it's not about me. He is greater than I. He is worthy of it all. So it's all about Him. He is worthy of it all. Cruise ship or battleship? Spiritually under attack. Do you feel like you or know that spiritually you're under attack? Or maybe you haven't recognized it. Maybe you're like one of those ants in the jar that has just been shook and you haven't taken the time to realize that there's somebody outside that's shaking that jar. So many times we start to want to try to fight in our own power, by our own might, by our own will. I I can do this on my own. We can't. We can't do this on our own. Coming up alongside one another, together. 
What is the pursuit of this church? Without looking at your bulletin. Glorify God by continuing Christ's work through the power of the Holy Spirit. Glorify God. It's all about Him. It's not about me. Lord, I give you my life. I'm going to give you everything about me. I'm going to do everything I can to serve all of your people. Continue Christ's work. What's Christ's work? To seek and save the lost. There's a bunch of housing going in. Yeah, I mean, you, you got a bunch of lost people moving in next door. Ooh. Evangelism. Well, somebody else will do it. No. This is a time for the church to be able to rise up. We've talked about this. Pastor Tim has talked about it. It's time to be able to rise up and be the church. Satan's got a clear plan. But Jesus, God, has a clear plan also. What is God's plan for this community? You, the church. What an exciting time. This is a hard, hard time to be a believer. When you look back at the disciples, when you look back at the time that they were living, was it harder then or harder now? I didn't live that. I don't know. But I know that the struggle of what's now. And you see the, the, the schemes that the enemy has. But what an opportunity that we have as the church to not be the cruise ship, but to be the battleship. On a, cruise, each, on, a, on a cruise ship, each passenger cares for their comfort, their fun, and their relaxation. But on a battleship, crew members care for the well-being of each and every other person that's on board. I'm going to serve all of you with everything that I've got. They have a mentality that if you're attacked, I'm attacked. If you're attacked, we're attacked. And we need to go and be able to take a stand together. Can I get you to stand to your feet? If we could put on some light battle music. Have you ever walked into a church on a Sunday morning, maybe today, and put on a face? That you're, that you're, you're in a battle, you're in a fight, that you don't want other people to know. Maybe you're in a struggle. Maybe you're, 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 hurt, you're hurt and you're wounded. You've been in a battle for a long time and you're just tired, you're hurt, you don't know what to do anymore. Satan's been coming at you for a long time. What I would love to do this morning is take back some ground that the enemy has stolen. I would love for us to be able to pray for one another, come up alongside one another. Some spiritual victory this morning. So if you're on that, the, the Monday morning connect team, if you would come down to the front, because you guys are going to be our prayer warriors. Pastor Tim, Pastor Cindy, Pastor Amanda, TJ. Yeah, yeah, come on down.
There is a fight that is very, very hard. And I'm going to be one of the first people to admit it. One of the hardest fights that you're ever going to go through is on a Sunday morning when the pastor preaches about something and you identify with it, but you don't respond. When you say, that's me, I'm hurting, I'm under attack, I need somebody to come up alongside me. And we say, if that's you, come on down. The battle that we sit in is because Satan sits there and goes, no, 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 no. You just sit right there. Don't, don't point it out. Don't talk about it. Don't ask for help. Maybe our pride gets in the way. Maybe it's just, it hurts. Maybe we don't want to talk about it. This morning, if you're ready for a battleship, you recognize that the church needs to rise up in this community and be all that it can be. And you're saying, I want to be a part of that. Sign me up. I'm in. I want you to be able to respond this morning. If you say, I'm under attack, I'm in a spiritual fight, and I need somebody to come up and fight alongside with me, I want you to respond this morning. Do you need a miracle physically, mentally, emotionally, or spiritually? Today's the day. Is your family under attack? And Satan's held ground for way too long, and you want to take that ground back and claim it for Jesus. Today's the day. If that's you, don't wait. Please come. I'm going to pray, but now let's take some ground back. Let's go to battle for one another. And if you don't respond this morning, you see somebody that's here or somebody that's around you, go to battle because someday you're going to be the one that needs somebody to come up alongside you. Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for today and each and every person that's here. Lord, I pray for you to be glorified. Lord, I pray for enemy ground to be taken. Lord, I pray for you to be the one that is going to take you back everything, Lord. I pray for spiritual healing, physically, mentally, emotionally. Lord, I pray for the battleship that is the church to be able to rise up and be all that it can be here in this community. This is your community. This is your church. Raise up your leaders. Raise up your church, Lord God. If that's you this morning and you haven't gone, make sure you come on down. If you see somebody around you, maybe if, you, if you've got a spiritual attack going on and you need somebody to pray with you, raise your hand. And we can have somebody come and pray for you right now. Go ahead and take a look around you. If you see somebody with their hand up, let's pray for them. If you need a healing, if you need a physically, mentally, emotionally healing, raise your hand.